Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. The following podcast is not affiliated with the developers who have created the games being reviewed. The reviews are solely the opinions of the hosts to be used to make an educated decision on what games to download and play. This is Michael Menheim, creator of Mutant Football League, and you are listening to Budget Arcade. Hello gamers and welcome to Budget Arcade, a free-to-play gaming podcast to help you navigate through the growing realm of free-to-play games. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. I'm Elliot. And welcome to episode number 50. Just to recap, we play a free-to-play game each week and then we rate and review it. Elliot, what is this week's game? We are playing the uh, game Alchemancer. Uh, Alchemancer is a turn-based battle game where you play as an Alchemancer, striving to defeat other Alchemancers in epic battle. It comes to us from Lost One Studios. Uh, it came out February 1st, so if you're listening to this uh, when it comes out, it just came out a couple days ago. And we actually have the developer on the podcast with us today, Nick Thrope. Hey, how's it going? Very good. Yourself? Cool, yeah, just excited to be here. It's been a busy day. <laughs> you don't have to pretend to be excited. I mean... We're used to it. I'm, I'm genuinely excited. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're okay. It's overwhelming. We know where we stand. <laughs> no, I think that's awesome. I mean, yeah, the show's really good. I've I've checked out a couple episodes, and yeah, just excited to be to be on it. So, is this your uh, first game you've ever made? I've made a few more games. Only one was on was actually like released for mobile as well. It was like a pretty easy endless runner type thing. But yeah, I've made a bunch of games. Probably like five or six total. Gameplay. Um, so let's get into the gameplay of this. Um, this is a grid-based uh, game. Uh, how, many, how many squares is it? Uh, 49 squares. And so the center square is a square that you cannot go to and doesn't really react with anything. Is that correct? Yeah, that's just to make it so that uh, on the first two turns, each player actually has access to one of each of the six elements available. Uh, and that stops you from running over and grabbing the other player's elements. Okay. It's pretty so ingenious. Yeah. So uh, this is a pretty different game than anything I've played. Uh, I found it to be pretty original. So I'll run down just kind of briefly what the gameplay is. You start off on that grid, like Scott said, and there's various elements around, and they're represented by different icons. Like there's a skull, there's fire, there's like a 
blue circle-y thing. I don't know what you would call it. There's grass, and, and as you collect these elements, you have a list of spells that you can cast. And so you're on this grid of 49 with another player, and you're both collecting spells, taking turns collecting spells and casting. And the point of the game is to do more damage to your opponent, and the first one to zero loses sums it up maybe yeah yeah i would say that sounds about right um how many spells total are there in the game currently oh currently we've got 30 total okay and is it an even distribution of the elements between each spell yeah so there's uh six different elements and currently each one has five spells in it and it looked to me and i may be wrong but it felt to me like any two elements could combine into something it felt like like as long as i picked up two or more or something i could cast at least one thing absolutely yeah that was specifically for the the first player uh since there's usually in a lot of turn-based games there's that first turn advantage first player starts with two less energy which is what allows you to collect elements and picking up two initially sometimes picking up two would give you no options and for newer players that could be frustrating so i ended up switching it to this system do you find that the uh, first player typically wins do you know those kinds of things at all yeah i definitely did a lot of tests you know, I I didn't, like, write any specific tools to track that, so it's mostly just, like, my own first-hand data, but sure. it's it's pretty even because first player gets that disadvantage with two less energy, and then second player, to kind of rebalance that later, they get, uh, if you notice, random elements start to pop up on the fourth turn, right? and that happens on second player's turn. Oh, okay. And uh, the other thing is... It- this game has online play. How difficult was that for you to implement? Uh, so this is my first game that I've made with uh, like a networked game like that. And uh, it's extremely difficult compared to okay. uh, non-networked games. <laughs> I love hearing it in your voice because you're just like semi-defeated by that quiet question. <laughs> yes. You're like, look, dude. <laughs> well, and not only is it online play, you can play between both the iOS and the Android platforms, correct? Yeah, I mean... Just, just getting it to, to... It wasn't getting the two games to be able to interact platform to platform. It's that they both have totally different specs. So, like, when you minimize on iOS, for example, it's a different situation than when you minimize your app on Android. That's why if you notice before each match, it says, if you minimize, you may forfeit. <laughs> because, oh. yeah. That was just part of, like, something in development that was took me over a month, and I still wasn't able to fix it. So I was like, you know what? There's a lot more game to build, and I need to just move on from this one issue. Yeah. Well, so the reason I ask that is because sometimes we'll get larger studios release something without online. I'm like, how difficult can it be? And here you are, one one man studio really having a crack at it, so... <laughs> Yeah, I I did my best because I thought that's it was the most fun way to play was against another person. So I'm like, got to make this happen. <laughs> yeah. And it's oh, actually yeah. interesting, I 100% too, agree. when you pull it up, it shows you how many people are online. It has a matchmaking system. So Yeah, that number of uh, players online came after so many times of just sitting there waiting for a match. So now it's like you go in, if there's nobody on, you can play a single player match check again. Yeah. And the online play is really what makes this game because after so many matches and so many points on single player, you reach a cap out or you can't get any more points. Correct. Yeah. So, um, especially yeah. in single player, if you're fighting regular enemies, you would stop. They, they cap out at, at about a thousand. So you'd stop getting points just before 
2,000 at probably like 1,700. There are some special enemies that randomly appear in single player that can give you a little more, but... They're hard as hell to do, though. <laughs> they're extremely difficult, yes. Yeah. I don't think I've beaten a single one of those yet and been rolled by them every single time. Yeah, same for me. So the trick with those, I'll, I'll keep this one real brief, but uh, they, they're, they're really tough because they have buff stats and no, nobody else in the game can really have like a buffed stat like so they start with more attack and defense than you um but they're ai so they're not as smart as you so the trick is just obliterate their attack stat and then they won't be able to hurt you enough to to defeat you yeah so seduce them seduce them and seduce them some more right just keep seducing them <laughs> and then they <laughs> um they're they're not smart enough to know oh my attack's really low i need to boost it currently that's how i got married i just kept seducing <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that I, when I was looking at this game, this game looks like a Game Boy Color game to me in like the best way possible. Is that like a something you went for style-wise or anything? Or um, Yeah, I mean, it definitely, that's, that's what I played the most as a kid was either Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and, and Super Nintendo. But, you know, not specifically Game Boy Color, but the... The sprites started with kind of like a more Game Boy, like they're like lower resolution than um, like a Super Nintendo sprite. So definitely in that vein. Yeah, it really reminded me of that a lot, especially like when you load it in, even like the grayscale look of it in the beginning. Yeah, originally the whole thing was going to be like that, but I I tested out some other games that kept with that kind of the integrity of the old Game Boy games with no color, and like they'd only use like three or four colors, and I was like, it just. It, it just was too flat for like a modern game even yeah though, i think you're right yeah i respect those games and everything but this is just kind of what i ended up going with no i really like the look of this game a lot actually appreciate that <laughs> yeah one thing we didn't touch on yet with us the gameplay was that there is a max amount of items that you are allowed to collect before you have to start casting spells um that's what was it like 10 or something it's eight so, yeah, you can only collect up to eight of each element or, you know, one specific element before you have to start casting things. Yeah, and that was because people were stockpiling a lot in the beginning, so I had to put that in. And, you know, smart players can still get around that because they can stock up to eight and then use the four on their next turn to technically have 12 ready. Like, Scott actually did that to me in one of the first <laughs> matches. <laughs> <laughs> where he had stocked up two berserks, two planet splitters, and just, I thought I had him, then all of a sudden there's like four spells in a row and I was dead. <laughs> this is a, the one-turn kill. Exactly, exactly. It's pretty cool. So how does it feel to get outplayed in your own game? I don't like to lose really at, at any games, so especially when you're the one who made it, you feel like you should be the master, but in honesty, I was losing, even when I first got like my first five testers, one of my friends is really good at games and, and he ended up beating me and then my girlfriend too like i was beating her a lot at first but then she just she got better than me <laughs> nice yeah because they're always they're and able... out of context that's really good i just kept beating her oh god <laughs> oh, Elliot. God. <laughs> sorry i just i couldn't can't turn it off it's a problem but yeah it's like they get to keep playing the game but i would end up you know go back and add updates and things like that so i'd only beat them if i know like a uh, a new spell does a certain thing that they don't know about yet <laughs> so you don't have like a, a super cheat button you can press i do built into the game 
I've been close before, especially with some of my close friends, because I know they'll rip on me if I lose to them. But uh, on my computer, like when, if I play from my PC, I have all the all the guts, so to speak, available. So I can I can change my health. I can change your attack. I can change how much mana I have, everything like that. Yeah, because I would cheat. Just you know, putting that out there. <laughs> I've, been, I've been close, but it's not. It's not. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Game Shark, bro. Game Shark. Oh, yeah. What's funny is there actually is a secret code menu in the game. So, like, if I'm on mobile, there's, like, a a cheat code menu, so to speak. Uh, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. Kind of. You. It's, it's, <laughs> it's hidden on the main menu. If you click around, you'd find it. And then you'd have to know. Ooh. Yeah. And then you basically have to enter a line of C-sharp code to go to one of the other places oh, well, from hell. there. That's not going to happen then. I don't know anything about coding. But the menu's there if you want to find it. It has a, a hidden track that I, I wrote myself on there. So like a music track. Oh, nice. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Easter egg. Spoilers. Yep. Hey, Wall. All right. So there is no, this is 100% free to play. Um, there is a donate option on there. And um, Nick, do you want to go through what donations will get in the future of the game per se? Yeah. So that donate feature, I, I went through a lot of different phases of like how to try and monetize this. And in the end, I was like, I don't really want it. They all kind of didn't feel right. So I put that donate thing in there, but instead of just kind of blindly donating, um, the game itself has an experience bar. So when you donate money, that translates into experience points for the game. And when it levels up, I'm going to add a new feature. Um, so we recently hit level two. A, a new skin is going to come in in the next week, like a new character skin to choose from. And some of the things in the future will be like uh, new spells, new uh, like a tournament mode, and a single player rpg mode which would be kind of further along in the donation cycle i think uh since it does have this sort of game boy aesthetic like palette swaps would be cool too oh absolutely yeah like you select a skin and then just choose a different color for it well so you remember the uh the super game boy oh you mean like change the whole screen like a like a layover um or overlay. not so much that you know like on the super game boy you could play the black and white games and i'm using air quotes that you can't see in color but it would assign because I think the Game Boy had four different scales of gray, and then it would assign four different colors to that, and you could just palette swap and kind of change it up color wise how it looked. Oh, that, yeah, that would actually be a cool idea. That would be slightly different to code here than I think on the Game Boy, but I could definitely make it happen. Well, I don't know anything about coding. You could just tell me I'm an idiot and we can move on. That's <laughs> fine. No, since since I'm all, uh, work by myself, it's like I always am looking for the, the easiest way to do things for the most part. Yeah. Um, so when I hear something like that, I'm like, how can I make that happen without having to put, you know, weeks into that? Replayability. Once you've got the donations enough to be able to get our your, your other features that you're planning for the game, I believe the replayability would be kind of high on this. Currently, though, single-player replayability is pretty low, and unless there's other people online, you're really not going to be getting much replayability on this game, I would say. Yeah, that's, that's totally a fair point. Like, single-player only goes so far, and then unless... I'm trying to build a player base so that you can always go on and compete. And then having the ranks in the leaderboard was kind of my way of incentivizing people to keep playing. And here's the other thing for anyone listening. If you download and try the game and like it, it's free. 
so you can link it to your friend and say, hey, I'm playing this. It's kind of cool. We could play right now together. And so I get like out of the box, maybe no one's online, but if it's something that people are into because the price is non-existent and uh, the barrier for entry is pretty low, you could probably convince some friends to start playing too, you know. Do you uh, have any plans to like make the AI a little more difficult and level up as well? Yeah, the um I wanted to have some sort of levels in the in like a single player mode so you could kind of select like I don't know what it would be yet but some something like the difficulty of what you want to face, kind of like how much can you how much can you bite off this time? And the AI that's in there now would be kind of a medium or like a low medium. So it can definitely get more intelligent. I just haven't had the time to put in um, but I have a lot of ideas to make it a lot smarter. I think that would definitely add to it for sure. Yeah, but um, what you mentioned about the, you know, letting your friend know and playing it that way, like that was kind of the idea of this is where it's like you can just jump in the game, play somebody in a five-minute match that's kind of like somewhere between like a Pokemon battle and like a, a Magic card match or something like that mm-hmm. and just have a good time that way. And, you know, it's not a ton to learn. There's a lot of spells, but the basic idea is similar for most of them. Um, so, yeah, it's... I feel like even if there's not somebody on right away, like you could always get some sort of uh, match going. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Online matches between people can be varying degrees of uh, time limit too. I think I've had a couple that were like maybe ten minutes long, and then I actually had one today. I think it was like twenty five minutes long because we were both just like debuffing each other left and right, and then you know finally got some hits off, and then healed up, and all this other stuff. And they actually ended up beating me at the end, but it was it was a long match. And, and that was an online match. Yeah, that was an online match. Right. Yeah. And I think it might have been one of the newer players that just downloaded the game today. So oh, that's cool. are the are the starting boards uh you mentioned that each side of the board uh people will be able to access all the elements that they might need um but is it other than that is the starting board randomly generated or is it uh kind of set and then it goes random from there uh so initially in the get like it, it was just each time you had a completely random board and then right after the first turn four random elements would spawn every turn but this sometimes gave one player an unfair advantage. Right now it's one set board every time for the first four turns. Then on the fourth turn, random elements start spawning so that by the fourth turn there's enough cleared out where everybody can kind of navigate the board and, and collect the random elements equally. Yeah, and that's what allowed me to actually get that combo off too because of the set elements. You can actually look at those, decide what you want from your list of spells and you know strategize what you're going to pick up when and what turn and then cast your spells at the end 100 percent. and just out of curiosity's sake how do you program randomness it seems like such a weird thing to try to program um it's definitely i've especially in other games i've tried to work on like what you think it's going to be random and fun sometimes it's just random and and random like it doesn't it's not sometimes not rewarding like, like you have to put certain limits on the randomness. Like, you know, you don't want when the whole board was generating in a row, for example, sometimes you would get it so that there's a whole corner that's just one element. Like imagine a fourth of the board is one element that it would just randomly spawn like that. And then, wow. Yeah. And if you notice a lot of the spells, they don't have two. like none of them currently have two. actually one of them does, but you don't need two of the same elements. So if there's a corner that's all fire, for example, it's kind of useless. So I had to program in, you know, if you've spawned two fire, uh, wait this many 
spawns and then spawn another you know what i mean like stuff mm-hmm. like that well and the reason i say this because i even see games that are big triple a titles like for example uh smash brothers if my son and i were playing squad strike which if you don't know is five on five and we just decided we're gonna each randomly select our whole team and it generates the team and they're mirrored like two or three times and i was like the the randomness programming in this is kind of busted you know in, in smash so it's kind of it's just one of those things that fascinates me is randomness in games and and how it's programmed because i'm a fan of like roguelike games and so much of that depends on rng so that's why i was asking it's just fascinating to me oh totally i've listened to so many like talks and things on on like random number generation in, in games like there's a lot of cool examples from diablo where they had to tweak stuff because some things just aren't fun right it has to still play well and and be fun to pick these things up like the wand that has plus 10 to melee damage is not you know what i mean not the kind of random race right. you want right or i guess at least that should be more rare <laughs> yeah <laughs> judgment right, at the end of each episode we decide if a game deserves our seal which is our general thumbs up or thumbs down and needs a two-third vote to be approved uh elliot does this get your seal yeah i really like this game more than i thought the when I first booted it up, the tutorial to me was a little confusing, and I'm sure that's my small childlike brain. Um, and so when I went through the tutorial, I had already decided I did not like this game. Um, and then I started playing it, and I realized that there is some skill involved playing this game. There is you know, some randomness to it, but there's also not. Um, I really like the aesthetic of the game. Uh, I think it's fun. I think it's a lot of fun to play with people. I played it, it was a couple nights ago when they had that little mini tournament and I played with some people uh, and I really enjoyed that. So playing with people is really fun. Playing with the AI can get old um, and and when you're playing against the hard AI, I did terrible, but um, I do enjoy this game. I This is one of those games that's going to stay on my phone for a little while for sure. So it's getting my seal. All right, Jeff, how about yourself? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to say uh, it gets my seal as well. It's just so different. Like, I can't think of a game to compare it to. And it it feels wholly original. And it is absolutely free. Uh, so there's no scummy, you know, way of trying to get money out of you. But if you like the game, you can donate. And it has online play out of the box, which is, uh, which is crazy cross play online, play, which is also crazy, which, you know, you know how Scott feels about cross play. Well, that's two votes for yes. So it's approved already, but it does get my seal as well. Uh, like Jeff said, it's, you know, there's not a game that you can describe that's even anywhere similar to this. It's, this would be a new genre of game. I would say, Nobody else has done this that I've seen ever before. Maybe something close, but nothing like this. And I feel once the RPG single-player element is added to that, it will just make this game, you know, that much more fun. The caveat, of course, is if, like, if the player base can get there, which I hope it does, hopefully, you know, enough people start downloading this game and playing this game where there's online games on a regular basis, that would... That's what would make this game 100%, you know, a viable game on a, on a long-term basis. So this does get my seal, and this game is budget arcade approved. Well, you didn't, you forgot to ask if our guest uh, approves. 
of his own game. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I I feel like what Scott said is really true though. Like it's it's really hinges on whether the player base grows, and I've got a lot of work to do as far as that. That's kind of my main job right now. So yeah, definitely gets my seal, and and I hope I can get there. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been really messed up if he shot it down. Game's trash, and you guys are idiots for liking it. Deuces. Removing it from the stores today. <laughs> I, I, I made this game on a dare. You guys are stupid. <laughs> so next week we will be playing yet another <laughs> battle royale or battle chess. Uh, auto. Yeah. You can't even say it. I'm living auto the chess, good yeah. life over here. It's auto chess. Auto heaven. battler. It's might but, you magic. Know, we're gonna continue with that RNG. <laughs> that's how i feel about it all right mr roadcaster good job elliot we're playing might and magic chess royale uh it's for your iphone it's for your android and i do believe it's also on pc yes it is now just to say this game is a little bit different from other battle royale or sorry chess auto battlers but i can't say it because it's a kind of a uh, mix between a battle royale and a auto battler so yeah, and it should be interesting as we delve into and that. Elliot has always objected to the length of uh, auto battler games, individual games, and this is a much more uh, brief experience. So, check it, it out, definitely is. and we'll be back For sure to yep. talk about it. All right, Nick, um, do you want to plug yourself uh, where people can follow you at, where they can find the game? Uh, yeah, uh, it, I'm Lost One Studios on Twitter, Instagram, and for Alchemancer, you can just search Alchemancer in. Uh, the Play Store, or the App Store. All right, and we will also put those links in the show notes. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Budget Arcade. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Budget Arcade. We also have a website, www.budgetarcade.com. You can send any hate mail to show at budgetarcade.com. You can join our Discord from our show notes or as well as our twitter page music is provided by stimage you can download his music at metroidmetal.com and game on Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.